everyone. Welcome to Chat with Sandy and Karen. Just a little note ahead of time. This was recorded on December 5th so that we could take a break over the holiday. And we hope that you are having a wonderful time with family and friends and uh, whether virtually or just in your thoughts. Um, we hope you enjoy this this little chat, this little discussion, which is a little bit of everything, talking about entitlement, education, and looking forward to the new year. So enjoy. Because who knows where we'll end up. Okay. So welcome to episode eight, everyone. This is Chat with Sandy and Karen, and we are just recording right now. Here we go. So tell me, you had some news about your school. Hi, Karen, and hi, everyone. <laughs> yes. Um, so at my school, well, no, all schools, up to secondary schools in Sweden are now on distant learning because the government has said that the young people are spreading the virus. It's very high between the, no, they're not spreading it, but the young people are getting it. So um, they're going to keep it under control. And so we've all gone there, uh, distant learning. Wow. So this is, and this is being recorded to set uh, Saturday, December 5th. So, wow. Oh my gosh. So what if you teach multi-levels? Uh, what do you mean? Like, um, well, like grade level? Like, do, would, do you have anyone that, that teaches multiple grade levels? Yeah, well, we just, we just teach as if we're teaching a classroom now, but um, distantly. The good thing is we are allowed some students in that have who um, who have difficulties learning at home. So, so the, all the upper secondary schools have said, you know, if there's any tests happening, if the kids cannot study at home, you know, they should still have access to the school. So we're still having that over that, which is really good. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, they're, they're, they're lost. <laughs> they lose it. They, wow. Need that learning. So, yeah, so I think, um, I think a lot of countries are now doing this just so that we have that Christmas period coming up. Mm -hmm. And, we can, um, I don't know, be ready for Christmas. Uh, give some people time to stay home and get help. Yeah. yeah. But those of you who, uh, well, I've, I've got the nice view of Karen's background. <laughs> but because it, it, an amazing, beautiful Christmas tree. Oh, I'm so in the spirit. <laughs> it, it was fun. Yesterday was the day for us. Uh, we decided to put up the tree and we... Um, we bought a new one this year. We didn't. We decided not to go with the live tree because we both have allergies and we'd be sneezing all the time. So, um, and our other one was actually dropping needles like uh, a real tree would. But uh, so, anyway, we um, put most of the decorations on. We have a, still a few family heirloom kind of things that we'll put on very gently and. Uh, we don't have a cat or little kids to to, <laughs> to knock them down, so we'll be okay. So um, anyway, it's, it's fun, and since it's just my husband and I at home, uh, husband and me, sorry, I always, always think of 
my grammar. Um, uh, we we just thought we'd go ahead and do it. Oh, it looks nice. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I'm using my new blue snowball uh, microphone today. So um, we'll see how that goes. Can you hear me okay? Uh, brilliantly, yeah. Good, 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 good. Okay. Um, so we want to update and uh, I can stop, you know, we can, I can edit this part out, but what do you want to talk about today? <laughs> we need to talk about something that... We can talk about the new features, Google, I haven't tested them in Google Sites. Mm. I have neither. <laughs> we, uh, we can talk about the tour creator and how yes, it think it would have been so useful but now yes yeah and how it's going uh over to arts and culture yeah the the vir virtual reality that'd be good let me write that down we can talk about entitlement a pot oh okay i got i got a podcast notebook now are you happy? I think I should invest in one. <laughs> this is one that I bought for 25 cents last year. And uh, because, but it's just a, just a plain blank notebook. So, officially, I hope I, ho I hope I stick with it. You will. Okay. So the tour creator chain. Because we've discussed that on our course. Okay. So you have some notes? Yeah, from that. I'll ask you the what do you think is entitlement? Okay. I do, I do have a story, something that just happened yesterday. And uh making me upset <laughs> but anyway um uh, no it's all right um that's okay let's talk uh first about google and tour creator and how it's changed okay so um okay so karen about i think it's been a month now and um, google announced that they're going to um stop the um training or the um, the app, Tor Creator. Uh, first of all, Tor Creator is the app that allows students to travel the world um, and look at, say, the history behind a town, build their own tours. Um, what do you think about it? Well, I know that it was in connection with some goggles that you could purchase. So. There, there was a whole uh, hardware-software blend of, uh, of the app and things that Google sold to school districts. And uh, at least in my experience, it was a little tricky to get it, the, net, the devices to work on our network, our school network, because of security. 
and um, you know we'd have to allow certain devices and then uh, we decided that well, we would use old cell phones and use the because you could go on the get the app and then go on the site and look at different areas and that that's what I, I, I loved about it is that the benefits of it was that the teacher could create the tour and then the students could look on so as if we were all in the same virtual reality room and then little dots and little happy faces would move around where you could see where everyone was looking and then the teacher could call the students back and discuss a certain part of the virtual scenario the virtual room or area um, which which was totally cool um, but I think now they're moving that part of that experience over to Google Arts and Culture so that you could do your virtual tours I mean sorry no do the virtual experience in on that website but you, you won't have the devices and the teacher won't have a, a classroom set of something to use that so they could maybe put it I was thinking that you could still go to the site and look at the area and then talk about it, it on a whiteboard or a projector or something what do you think yeah I mean I've uh, I mean I haven't physically used the tour creator I've looked at it and mm -hmm. um, yeah I don't think it was so user-friendly maybe because I've never had the goggles uh, I've been on the arts and culture website, um, but I could go into, say, the museum. <laughs> I could go into, uh, I don't know, places, and I could have a, a virtual tour. And I think that's where, as educators, we may have to research um, different areas Mm -hmm. uh, what we want the students to go and visit virtually and I think it, in a way it helps the students who um, don't have those goggles at home this way now is open to everybody mm. so I think in that respect it probably has helped that's great that's that's so true and I know that um Google Maps itself has um, that teachers can use that if they want to go to a specific location. You can do the 360 views and even input information to make suggestions about your location or your town or or things like that or historical sites. Um, so that might pick up some of the slack where, uh, you, like you said, if you don't have the hardware, if you don't have the devices. Uh, because that gets kind of pricey if you need a set for every classroom. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, at first there was a little bit of a kerfluffle and uh, people got a little upset. But I think that, like you said, uh, educators are resourceful and they'll figure out how to, they'll figure out a way. <laughs> um, but the Street View um, hmm. app, you can take a 360 mm -hmm. around you. And put it on like you said earlier and so students can still create their own 360 view and i think that's what's needed mm -hmm. yeah so I, yeah yeah anything where they can create their content is what you know what's going to be real life in the future in my opinion hmm. i think that's great
I know. So, I mean, although um, I think as educators, we, is it just educators? Because I know in some people as well, just don't like change. Mm. Yeah. And I think we, as educators, we need to think about changes as well. We need to move on with the times. And mm. I mean, I'm, I am working on projects with some code, female coders. Oh my God, these women are amazing. And um, it started off me being a mentor for them, but now I think she's mentoring me. <laughs> um, and they are coding in, um, what's it called? Horizon and virtual reality scripting. And they are making uh, virtual classrooms for students to go in. Because I think the pandemic is leaving a lot of people with anxiety, friends, no friends. How do they feel? How do they not feel, etc. So they're doing this amazing uh, VR scripting. I am supposed to be in one of their meetings, but they have it like in my time, one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. I've tried to stay up, but yeah, I look worse than this. So our listeners can't see me. Oh my god, I just look. It's hard to be fresh and uh, alert, and uh, after midnight for me, I, th I that was one of the first lessons I learned when I started making videos because. I would have a marathon session preparing for the video and then I wouldn't start recording until 1130 at night. And then, but you know, it, it ends up to be one o'clock and you're tired and you, your brain's not that sharp. And yeah, uh, the time zones are, are a bear to, to try to get around, you know, you'd almost have to take a nap during the day and then get up at 11 and shower and wake yourself up just to, to get in on one of those that would be hard mm. yeah. so yeah i think uh, what we need to uh, as educators accept changes that's my right. conclusion from yeah the i totally agree i totally agree and then um so what how did you connect with the uh, female coders i mean how did you, um, how did you on a certain uh, social media page, uh, uh, I've signed up for this mentoring. They have a mentoring uh, page where someone goes in and they look for mentors. Um, and I've mentored two or three from there. Uh, I think they're just looking for um, another idea, another way of progressing if they're on a project. So I've, you know, things like Gantt charts, uh, things like writing things down in notebooks. Sometimes it's like clear your mind or just someone to speak to. It's, it's different things. And that's how I connected with this woman, uh, Kirsten. And she said to me, um, how do you do virtual scripting and uh, layering? I had to say, well, you know what, when you know, can you please teach me? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's cool. Yeah. The name of that, uh, well, I, uh, what's that Facebook group? I think I think I know that. That's something that we did for um, the Teachathon, wasn't it? Is that the same, Kirsten? 
Oh, no, no, no. I think. No? A different one? Okay. okay. Uh, we'll have to put in the notes uh, connection because that sounds awesome. That oh, sounds yeah. Constantly learning. I love that. Okay, uh, so we're going to switch gears now and we're going to talk about. Um, you said in your schoolwork you're talking about entitlement. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and I'm going to tell a little story that happened, it just happened in the news uh, last, uh, last night, actually. Um, Football is very big in Texas, okay? So a high school football team, uh, this young fella uh, got a penalty, called on him for, um, for a personal foul, which is like one of the most serious penalties. And he was uh, put on the sideline. The coach pulled him out of the game because he did something that wasn't, wasn't right, and he got a penalty. So a few minutes later... The boy, the 18-year-old young man, stormed the field and knocked over the referee. Knocked him flat. And, and uh, you know, all the coaches came out and dragged him out, and he got kicked out of the, kicked off the field and off the game totally, which is, well, anyway. And then um, the next day, the rest of the football team were marching around in front of their school and they were saying that it was unfair to kick the boy off the team and that their team had worked so hard to get to the playoffs that they should have the boy reinstated on their team. And so uh, they felt like they, you know, they worked hard, so they earned it. They earned the opportunity to go to the finals. They couldn't do without this, this young man. <laughs> so yeah. go, <laughs> speak. Okay. So yes, we're entitlement. So yeah, I think it's that story. Does this generation think they are entitled to everything? Now, for example, for his sister, my daughter, so he's doing a birthday card. Yesterday he said to me, I haven't finished, so can I uh, stay up? I'm like, nope you need to go by it by 11 30 and if you haven't finished why were you playing video games right, so and then he turned it back on me saying fine i haven't finished the card so i won't give her anything <laughs> how is it my thing i mean i just said yeah fine i don't care uh, but where was his responsibility? Where was him thinking, oh, I should do what's important first and then do what I need to do as a leisure time? I mean, do they not think what is responsibility, how to act, what is uh, right and wrong? Mm -hmm. are, yeah, are they entitled to uh, hmm. everything? The, the one that suffers is his sister. <laughs> you know, he missed, missed out on the opportunity to say happy birthday, to um, to give, and which in itself is a good thing. No, he was fine. He did it. Mm -hmm. he, and he woke up early. Ah. 
There we go. See, he made a way. He made a way, but then because I didn't react, I just, yeah, okay, fine. So but done. it was, and I think he had to think about it. And But are we giving, not us, are we giving that, um, or are we taking that responsibility away from the students or kids? Are we... Um, I don't know, is it too much a big brother outside, like the Kardashians or Hollywood wives and all of this, where all the memes fly on the wall? Do they think it's okay to behave like that? I don't know. I don't know. The con- it's, a lot of it is about consequences of your behavior. And, they, and we're not held accountable for our decisions and uh, you know maybe um, you know we try to make up for things and make arrangements for things to happen and um, it's the you need we need to be accountable there there is something about accountability it helps you decide you know it helps build those decision-making skills that if I know I'm gonna be held accountable it, I'm gonna like write out questions for this podcast you know I know Sandy's gonna wait for me on Saturday morning so I better have something you know I gotta get the stream yard open and, and uh, make sure my router's restarted and be be responsible because otherwise the consequences are I don't know what to say my computer won't work and we won't get this thing done we won't be accomplished it'll be on me yeah you know yeah um and are we giving our kids too much? I'm just thinking, because I think how that whole thing came of this thing about capabilities approach, thinking mm-hmm. about are we um, sucking our sh- kids into materialistic things? So capabilities approach, is that uh, like ability-based teaching or... Um, explain a little can you describe what that is it, it may be a different name here in the US um, I will explain it but you might have to wait take it okay. out That's fine. Uh, we'll edit. Right. I'm reading this woman called Martha Nussbaum Nos- um, and uh, what she does is she talks about the capabilities human approach about how um, and she's talked about things like um, and I'm trying to read someone's note things like um, oh what was it we are in the western world so we should have we have money we have good education, we have good health care, we have all of these things. But what about people in the east part of the world who um, who are not in the same uh, balance as us? So are we, you know, when we're looking at talking about equality, diversity, uh, uh, how is it the same? when uh, I don't know she mentioned like um, like even now a five year old in say India 
born in the slums will not have the same education as the five-year-old born in, say, even in the poorest area of London. Because that five-year-old will still have the right of go having an education. Right. I still want to do that. Privilege. That that comes to, to my mind. Privilege. That's what I hear a lot about, about religion and, and the discussion in um, city privilege. Because I'm not going to say black and white because there are different areas of the U.S. that are struggling with that question of privilege. And there are a lot of, a lot of ways to look at that. Uh, it's really uh, something really very interesting. Um, but you're, that, so that's called capabilities approach? Yeah, I, I said you, I just listened to a uh, talk on YouTube. It was really good. I've got to read it now, but I can't be bothered reading it. Uh, I was just, just listening to it. But she did compare the Bronx with Kerala. Kerala with its poor healthcare system is the same, she said, as in the Bronx. Oh. So wow. she is it's amazing, like well not amazing like she she said, you know, America should be putting their heads down in shame because of this. So I don't know, I think that's the only country she's done a lot of her research. Mm-hmm. Kerala. Kerala? Yeah, south of India, I think. Wow. wow. Well, I mean, what, well, what is her suggestion? Just that we need to take that into account as where people came from? Um, I think she, what her idea is that she's looking at, um, so when we looked at different perspectives of education, a lot of them said, you know, everyone has the right to be educated. But then her capabilities approach came in and said, hang on a minute, we don't all have the same privileges. We don't have the same uh, rights. We still have uh, differences in humanity uh, and and it won't change. It cannot change. Uh, there's a lot of people out there. And then she brought in, well, is it personal wealth? that someone then says, I'm not looking at them. You know, so there was a, it was it was quite heavy, but really good to think about it. So, I mean, I'm reading some of these. Um, yeah, it's teaching in the developed world, looking at humanity more than anything. The rights of education. Globally, a lot of, when we look at the world as a global place and then as a place where we have our own sphere of influence, um, you know, you can, we can, we're made aware of different situations and different, uh, uh, different, uh, just different, like you were saying, different culture, countries and locations that don't have what we have and um, 
and yet even though those people you know I may never meet someone in from the slums of India but I could meet someone from the poor side of town here in Texas you know and maybe I can be a little more sensitive to where they're coming from in my experience you know so it's a kind of a global perspective that you bring down to your own my own situation my own circumstances maybe. I don't know because I'm, I'm the type of person that really depresses me you know because <laughs> I can think of you know you think of the, the poorest of the poor and in the whole in of the world and it just weighs on me it weighs me down and then kind of embarrassed by beautiful Christmas no, tree. I mean, if anyone's listening, think about the spirit when giving them. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I mean, yeah. It's, it's kind of uh, trying to take the situation and make it better or uh, bring some kindness towards someone, even on the, the most basic level, is being kind to people and uh, lifting each other up because we can't all we're, you know we're not you and I are not going to fix the world but we can at least influence those around us maybe maybe that's what we need to take from this yeah oh, that was a great way of saying it yeah definitely ooh, ooh, heavy heavy yeah. <laughs> but that's okay you know when you chat drink and I'm drinking coffee this morning yes I've had my coffee now I'm trying to drink enough water ah yes well in Sweden it is what time of day now it is coming up to 10 past five in the evening it is very very dark outside but you know what's really nice is it's like you look outside so Sweden is um not a flat land so there's houses on different levels and it's so beautiful to see the christmas lights everyone's got lights out it's it's really nice so um, i try and go for a walk and look at these nice lights but um, well just a quick thank you so much everyone (laughs) for listening and yes when i look out my front door there are only two Uh, on my block Uh, my little i live in a cul-de-sac so right uh, there's a neighbor right across the street so much and And, um, they have decorated and we just decorated yesterday so it's nice when i step out my front door i can look straight at the neighbors and they have some next week lights out we have mr bruce reicher from an educator from New Jersey, we video ambassador and author. So we look forward to bringing you our chat with him and um, lots of great media ideas and advice and stories. So bring your cup of something to sip on and we will talk to you next week.